Welcome to You, The Truth and Nothing But, brought to you by Our Best for Him, where you and the truth come face to face. No preaching, no pressure, just facts and truths to help you decide what's best for you. And now, today's episode. Hi, and welcome to You and the Truth, and today's episode, Straight to the Point. So without beating around the bush, let's get straight to the point. You're probably here for one of the following reasons. Number one, you're struggling to believe God exists and want to know more. Number two, you believe or want to believe in God, but you're tired of being preached to. Number three, you believe in God, but you find the religion and the Bible in particular confusing. Number four, you've accepted God in your life, but don't know what to do next. Now, regardless of which one it is, we're glad you're here. You and the Truth is a podcast about you and helping you find the right answers for you. With no preaching and no pressure. I'd like to remind you that we here at You and the Truth are not here to try to convince you of anything. We're here to give you as many facts and truths as possible so you can make the decision that's right for you. A decision that only you can make because this is about you. With that said, it stands to reason that this podcast has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you. I'm simply a messenger. But sometimes the best way to get a message across is to share one's story, something I wish you would do with us at some point. See, your story is unique. We're sure there are many who would love to hear it. With that said, allow me to share a bit of my story in the hopes that you can relate. Before I acknowledged the existence of God, I felt there was something missing in my life, and I couldn't figure out what it was. I had wonderful and loving parents, wife, kids, siblings, and family. I loved my work, and I was healthy. Yet, something wasn't right. My parents were of the Catholic faith, but rarely attended church services on Sundays, limiting themselves to holidays and funerals. We never prayed before meals, and I don't recall ever praying at bedtime. So as you can see, I was not force-fed religion. In my early 30s, an acquaintance suggested I go to Sunday services, which I did. It was a Christian service, non-denominational. The pastor told me I was a sinner. I was doomed to hell, and the only way out was to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I had no idea what that meant. I mean, I was willing to accept the fact that I was a sinner, although reluctantly, and I had heard about hell. But I never thought it'd apply to me. I mean, after all, I was me. And that could never happen to me, right? And besides, how could I believe, much less accept, and enter into a personal relationship with someone I couldn't see, touch, hear, smell, or taste? It made no sense. It went against everything I knew, everything I was taught, everything I believed. When I left the service that Sunday, I felt like I had been punched in the gut. Here was someone I did not know telling me what I had to do or else. Now that didn't sit too well with me because quite frankly I didn't appreciate being told what I had to do. But something told me I should get more information. So I decided to search for someone who could give me more choices as to what I could do to remedy the situation. That is other than turning my life over to someone I did not know. So I began searching. I went from church to church, Christian to Catholic, and from book to book, including the Bible and from Bible study to Bible study, and often left feeling good, but most times feeling empty. 
Empty because no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't understand the Bible. All the names, places, prophets, kings, battles. It was overwhelming. And to top it all off, I was tired of getting preached to, scolded. I remember my mother once telling me that it was easier to attract flies with sugar than with vinegar. And everywhere I turned, there was vinegar. Repent or you're damned. You're doomed to spend eternity in hell. That didn't sit too well with me. I began reading books by world-renowned pastors, preachers, and biblical scholars, but I put them down after a few pages. They seemed convoluted and difficult to understand. I couldn't find anyone to explain God's word in a way that made sense. Now, I consider myself a simple guy, so I needed a simple explanation. My first step was to accept that I was created by God. And I did. I did because uh, the thought of being created by someone or something else, or that I was a product of a huge explosion, or evolved from apes, just didn't sit right with me. I also accepted that since God created me, He must love me. I mean, that made sense, right? I also debated whether I was a sinner. I knew that many things I had done or said were wrong. I wasn't sure why, but I knew they were. I mean, something inside me just told me they were wrong. And we all know when we do something wrong. I mean, we, we may still do it, but some, somewhere inside we know we shouldn't. And we always justify it. So I asked myself, how many times must you do something wrong before you can be called a sinner? How many lies do you have to tell before you're considered a liar? And, or how many times do you have to cheat to be a cheater? Well, I concluded that once was enough. So yeah, I admitted to myself I was a sinner. But I always had a good reason for sinning, and so I always found a way to justify it. And because I thought so much of myself, I couldn't entertain the notion that when I died, everything would just stop, and that everything I, I had ever done in my life was worth absolutely nothing. I mean, if that were the case, then what was the point? I mean, there had to be more, right? So my vanity led me to conclude that my existence would continue after my death. And I figured that just as the terms of much of my life were dictated by everyone around me, you know, my family, friends, teachers, bosses, television, news media, movies, elected officials, and so on, well, then someone would certainly have to dictate the terms of my existence after my death. I mean, that makes sense, right? So it was time for me to choose who was to dictate the terms of my afterlife. After much searching, I concluded that who better than the one I believed and accepted as my creator, God. And so if my choice was God, I turned once again to his word, the Bible. I mean, if he was going to call the shots, it seemed logical that I should listen to what he had to say and follow his instructions. But again, try as much as I could, I couldn't understand the Bible. And I asked myself, why is God's word so confusing? If he loves me so much, why is his message so difficult to understand? Why is it so complicated? Can't anyone explain this to me in plain, simple, and non-threatening language? Now, little did I know that someone has explained this in plain, simple, and non-threatening language. I was just too wrapped up in myself and my worried and hurried life to listen. At that moment, it became clear to me that since I had accepted God as my creator, then he was my father, my loving father. So I asked myself, if I were a loving father, a loving mother, or a loving parent, 
What would I say to my son or daughter? How would I treat them? What would I desire for them? How would I guide them? How would I advise them? What would I do for them? Or better yet, what would I not do for them? Now, I understand that my situation could be different than yours. Perhaps you were not raised by a loving father, mother, or parents. I get that. I do. I get it. And if that's the case, wouldn't it be nice to have a chance at that loving parent now? Sort of like a do-over. And if you were raised by loving parents, well, consider this your opportunity for a repeat performance. So, regardless of where you find yourself, not believing, believing but confused, tired of being preached to, or just not sure what to do next, perhaps now is the time to begin searching for the answers that best fit you. Now, with that said, we hope you tune in to our next episode. We promise to give you as much information as we can in simple terms. Simple terms because our goal is to make it as easy as possible for you to make those decisions that are right for you. Because, after all, this is about you. And we promise nothing more about us. From this point forward, it's all about you with no preaching, no scolding, and no pressure. Until then, this is Ralph reminding you that what you've just heard is the truth. What you do with it is up to you. You have been listening to You, The Truth, and Nothing But. Brought to you by Our Best For Him, where you and the truth come face to face. Thank you for tuning in, downloading, or watching our YouTube channel. Please remember to subscribe and like on your preferred listening platform so you will receive notifications on new episodes. Please feel free to reach us on all social media platforms at you the truth or email us your thoughts, concerns, or questions. My name is Kyle, and on behalf of all of us at Our Best For Him, we look forward to helping you in your journey to decide what's best for you.